Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things that you believe to be impossible are, in fact, very much an ontological possibility? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all... It is terrifying. You see, we, we are at the fringe of the map, and there's more than just dragons. Ken, get out of that room now. Ken, you hear start scrambling. Whatever it is underneath the top shoots really fucking fast. You realize very quickly what looked super big was actually very small and just positioned strangely underneath the top. Adam, you hear clattering in the room beyond. Something has fallen over and has hit the ground hard and heavy. Then you see the sheet flutter as something zips out from under it. I'm going to go to initiative. Ah, oh, no. Can you hear turn around and yell, there's something in here. Can't get the hell out of that room right now. Out through the door. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, no, if you'll recall, there's a big metal bar blocking... Out through the hole that we climbed through. Oh, I thought you said yeah. through the door. Sorry, out through the wall. Yeah. Out right. through the wall. Ken gets down on his hands and knees and scrambles trying to get through the door. Can I help him? Uh, that'll be on your turn. Fuck. Uh, no, he tries. He tries to get down and start scrambling. But when I said you made a hole big enough for Ken to fit through... It I was mean, just big enough yeah, for Ken. Yeah, basically. So he's like scrambling. He is filling up the hole. He shifts around, looking up at you, his face, his eyes wide, his, uh, like, you know, obvious panic on his face, and he screams at you, it's grabbed me, it's grabbed me! It's its turn. Oh, no. Wow, that is lucky. All right, Melville, it's your turn. Um, Can I pull Ken through? Yes, you can. I'd like to pull Ken out. That's a strength athletics check. What's your strength? Well, this is... uh, My strength is, I think, two. Two? My athletics... So it's one. It's just one. one. Come on, Ken. Let's go. No successes. It's Ken's turn. Ken also needs to roll. Yep. Come on. Come on, Kenny boy. Uh, Ken also fails. Ken! It's not like you're not making progress or anything like that. Like, Ken is coming through, but it's like... It's something's holding onto him. It's inch by inch at a time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Very possibly something at the other end, something quite strong is holding on to him. Ken, I want you to turn around. You just keep your eyes on me, boy. Just keep your eyes on me. All right. It's its turn. Oh, no. 
Well, uh, that could have been a lot worse, actually. One with... All right, all right. Ken screams. It bit me! It bit me! It bit me! All right. Where? Melville, <laughs> where, what would you like to do? I'm going to keep trying to pull him all through right. the window. Same check. Oh, a success. All right. You drag Ken through the, uh, through the hole. As you drag him through, you catch sight of what has him. Wrapped around his left leg is a possum. Adam, Adam, get out of my house. <laughs> so the, you, you, you the live end, on the street now. You can see, sure enough, it has bitten Ken, but like it's a possum. Fucking Christ. Ken, did you not? Ken starts kicking at it, and I'm not going to say initiative anymore. The possum freaks out and runs away. It runs back into the hole. My God. All right. Let's keep going then. You're whacking at it for a solid 15 minutes, we'll say. You can roll, uh, I think, one more time, and then you're kind of done. Okay, let's do one more. Give it one more crack. All right, cool. So you make a hole big enough for you to squeeze through. You want to come in as well, Ken, or are you good for being outside for the time being? Ken looks a bit like... he. Obviously, he looks a bit sheepish because... Um, possum? Yeah, it was just a possum. But he also looks a bit nervous to be here on his own nonetheless, so he's going to come with you. All right. All right. Uh, we go in. In here, as I was saying before, there is soft dappled light coming down onto, it looks like just a pile of bits and pieces with a white tarp thrown over it. This is where the possum came yeah. from. You can see that the little light, now that you're in this room, yeah, the possum came from under the tarp. Now that you're in the room, you can see that the light comes from a small window basically down into the basement. The window has a small hole in it, like broken in. You're... Uh, you're not exactly sure what the perp- or what the nature of why the hole was broken in it, but that's irrelevant. You can see that this is where the possum gets in and out. Yep. As the possum is currently climbing its way out. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Ken. Oh, let's play a game. Why would you bar the door on this room? Now, are we to assume that it was Mr. Walsh, Stephen Walsh, the soldier who did this or was this done by his family before or was this done by somebody else and all your incursion into the house and the stories of your family incursion into the house has this ever been unlocked ken shakes his head no no one's ever come down here it's uh part of the part of the um uh areas collapsed and then this door obviously was pretty heavily barred yeah you can see from this side that there would be there would have been like an access via a uh, like a storm shelter kind of set of doors. Yep. Although they probably they would have a different name for it because it's not for a storm. Oh, those like <laughs> yeah, things yeah, that those, open up. Yeah, the yeah. ones that go they, they'd go to the back of the house. Yep. You can see them lying on the floor here, broken in. When the house collapsed, this part of the basement just basically. Because of the barring of the door, this part of the house just got sealed off from the rest. All right. Ken, why don't you stand back? I head over to the top. All right. I pull it off. It, it takes a bit of work. It's heavy and covered in a lot of dust, but you get the top off. Underneath it, you find anything that would have been missing in the house. There's lots of furniture. You see lots of toys, specifically, like a big dollhouse and such like that. Just a lot of odds and ends piled atop each other. Why would they be in here? Why would he put them? Would you like to make? Uh, would you like to go through it? Yeah, I'd like to do an investigation. Okay, let's go. 
let me give you a basic set of inventory. And if you want, you can ask. I'm not going to tell you everything, and I will probably miss out some details that are critical. So I'm. you're going to have to ask me what exactly you're looking at. Yes. You find mattresses, all the mattresses missing from upstairs. You can see that the mattresses have been laid at the bottom, so everything else sits atop the mattresses. You find paintings, paintings and pictures, the ones that would have been hanging around the house. You find clothes. A lot of clothes have been piled up here. You find maybe toys. You find children's toys here. Lots of boxes, cardboard boxes. When you open up the boxes, they have a lot of odds and ends in them. There's no seeming order to them. You open up one and it has like CDs and it has a deck of cards and stuff like that in it. So there's no, yeah, the, there's just, a lot of boxes. It's just odds and sods kind yeah. of stuff. Can I look through the pictures specifically? Are there okay. any of like the whole Walsh family, any of the man I saw upstairs? You find three, I would say, distinct sets of images. The first is it's a bridge. The bridge has train tracks on it. It's not a car bridge. It's a train bridge. You can see standing beneath that train bridge, there is a man and a woman. This is a black and white photo, quite old. They are holding each other tight. They look maybe in their 20s, like young-ish. They're holding each other tight and looking into each other's eyes very lovingly. There's maybe one photo of the same couple, and you can see that they are in town, in Burungong, but it's like an older version of town. Color photo, black and white. It's another black and white photo. Yep. The fire station has the old fire station is, has a, is the fire station. It's the fire station. Yep. You can see all the shops are completely different. There's no Harry's Con. There's no the oh no the general store is still there, but there's no Harry's Con. <laughs> there's no pizza and pasta, <coughs> pizza and grill. Sorry. Uh, and the motel would also still be there. Huh. You find another set of photos. It's the same man and woman. But now they're a bit older. They're in like maybe their 20s or 30s and they have a kid, a son. They're holding him and they're in front of... It's the same picture of them in front of the same bridge. And you can see that the kid has been done up in like fishing, like a fishing outfit. And the fishing outfit perfectly matches the dad. They're like grinning and smiling at the family, at the photo and the mom is there as well. And the final set of photos you find are of... A, the older man, he's quite old now, and these ones are in color. Yep. He's quite old now. You would say, well, you would say he's a grandfather because you see the same boy, a lot older now, with a woman, and they have a kid. And you see all four of them in front of that same bridge again. And this time, the grandfather, the son, and the grandson are all done up in the same fishing outfit. Can't, boy, tell me the story oh, of the Walshes. I'm, I'm so sorry. Their kid, uh, the grand, the grandchild is a daughter. Sorry, the granddaughter, not the grandson. So you see, it's uh, the the three generations: the grandfather, the the son, and, and the, the do- granddaughter yep. Yep. are all done up in that fishing outfit. You would also see, actually, sorry, there's another set of photos of them done up together, but now it's like a hiking outfit, and the wife and then the daughter-in-law are not present in the hiking ones. It looks like it's just. Yep. Boys and then granddaughter in those ones. Hmm. Ken, mm? your bullshit story that you were concocting as kids to one another to spook people into going into this place. Did it mention anything? How many Walshers are in that ghost story? Five. Five, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Two sons and a daughter, I think. Yeah, those sons don't exist. So I hate to break it to you, but there are no ghosts in this house. Well, there are plenty of ghosts in this house, but they are not the ghosts that you were looking for. All right, then. So why are they all in here? Why would you take all of the, the trimmings of the house and lock them in a room and then go wait upstairs for your death? What, what purpose would that serve? Ken, do not answer that. I'm having a rhetorical conversation. <laughs> I go through the stuff. Is there any, anything else? Another? What else are you looking at? The boxes. You open up the boxes. Uh, I'm going to say there are four boxes. Like I said, one of the boxes has CDs and several decks of cards in it. The second box has like a layer of fishing paraphernalia. I would say like fly fishing stuff, maybe maybe some very old dried up bait, hooks, stuff like that. There would be parts of a collapsed fishing rod, maybe. Maybe a couple of collapsed fishing rods. You can see there is an adult-sized fishing rod and then a child-sized fishing rod. Also in the in the fishing container, there would be maybe like a bunch of letters. Uh, the letters are addressed to... Do you go through the letters? Yeah, I do. They're all addressed to Stephen Walsh. And you can see... They're, they're love letters. You can see that they are uh, general correspondence... From when he was in the war. Yes, when he was in Vietnam, Vietnam. you learned from the right. letters. Excellent. It's Stephen Walsh and his then fiance Susan. The letters progress and then he like comes home. You get no real information about what he did in Vietnam or anything like that from the letters. You can tell that the letter Oh no, actually, you should roll for this. Is this an academics or is this investigation? Um I would say academics. Yeah, academics, intelligence. All right, so eight. Good roll. You watch me get nothing. <laughs> All righty. So, no, one success. <laughs> wow, that was a lot of bobkiss, but one success. You know that they were probably censored. So a lot of these letters on yep. purpose yep. have not, no real details to them because- If they fall in enemy hands, they know where the bases are, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, censored them himself or they were censored by- you think he would have censored them himself? Any letters that he might have written with any in- details in them would probably have just been picked up and just not delivered. They wouldn't have edited things. They would have just not delivered the letter. He was careful and he understood the secrecy and the security of his position. He wasn't flippant. He was an organized man. He was a practical man. You see, in that same box with the love letters, there are maybe two photographs old photographs, once again, black and white. You can see both of them show Walsh in Vietnam, basically. One of them is him in a helicopter and the other one is him standing with a bunch of friends. I'm going to take photos on my phone of all the photos, but I'm going to leave them here. Um, I checked the bedding and the linen. That's the last thing I think, yeah? Oh, there's toys as well. I'll get to them in a sec. Uh, The bedding and linen is just bedding and linen. Now I check the toys. The toys are all of them. There's like a dollhouse, dolls. All of the children's toys are for a girl. They are gendered toys, which I don't know if I agree with. I'm just saying. It's an older time, mate. I'm just saying. This is 2014. Yeah, you would deduce that these toys would have belonged to To a a girl. girl. Maybe the granddaughter in the photograph. Yes, very potentially. Um, I've taken notes of of the names of the people who, the names of the Walshers. The name's of Stephen Walsh. I've got that written down. I'm going to mm-hmm. go see if I can investigate more about that. Um, nothing else in this room. Oh, well, you still—you only checked two of the boxes. 
Oh, right. I continue on another two boxes. Yeah. So another box has, a, a, it has a load of baby photos. Presumably, well, you see it's Stephen and Susan. So Stephen, Susan, and their son, who you learn his name is... Gary. Gary, that's right. Gary it's Gary. Yeah. So you see a bunch of family photos of Stephen, Susan, and Gary. The photos progress, and you see photos of Gary going out with and then eventually marrying Dawn. And then you see some baby photos for their kid, Sarah. Huh. I write all those names down. Uh, the <clears throat> final box has a bunch of toys, like really old, really battered, really ratty looking children's toys. They are like army men, uh, maybe a cap gun. These would have been Gary's, presumably. Yes. Huh. That's, I, okay, I've searched the pile. Mm-hmm. I'm going to search the rest of the room. One, two, three successes. All of them are re-rolls. Uh, oh, no, just three. You're not great on the re-rolls. No, that's all right. I don't yeah. need to be. I get enough information the first time around. Well, with three successes, you find pretty conclusively that there's nothing else of interest in this room. You see that there's maybe like a hot water heater sort of thing down here and it looks like if it were turned on it would break well this has been moderately illuminating thank you very much young man for your assistance with take me here today i'm gonna drop you off back at the school tell me do you have a do you know the phone number for your school off the top of your head uh yeah i guess i do Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wonderful. Um, I take a few more photos of the room on mm-hmm. my phone. I want to go back upstairs, take a photo of the body on my phone because I don't know if I did that. All right. Well, if you didn't, you have now. Yeah, great. Cool. Uh, and then there's not really anything else to search in the rest of the house, is there? All the doors are open and there's just no furniture in them because all the furniture is in the room I was just in. Basically, yeah. Uh, we leave the house. As you, are you calling the school now? 
uh, as we walk back to the car, I'm going to call on the drive back. The There is no reception. Huh. Well. This isn't unusual. On your drive here, you lost reception a That's lot. Right. Driving, I drive back to the school. Do I notice anything as we leave the house? Just as we're driving out, I kind of look at the house, look around. Do I see anything just as I'm driving out? As you're driving out, you see the old church uh, in, and in, graveyard. Anything in like the front yard of the house? Or like oh, the I see what you mean. Or- um, there's a sign quite clearly marking the Dale Trail that runs in front of the house. It goes to the west and to the east. All right. I'm going to have to walk that trail. Hey, Ken. Yeah. Sell railway bridge in town. Yeah, the the bridge. Uh there's a yeah, there's a bridge where the railway line meets the Barangong Creek. And that is accessible along the creek trail or along yeah. the historic yeah, the creek trail. Creek trail goes there. Creek trail goes there. Thank you. The creek trail, uh it actually if you're driving, he points out the window to a a, a like a spot in the distance through through the Rockfield Bushland Reserve. He points to a spot and he says, uh, I think the Dale Trail meets up with the Creek Trail there. Huh. Interesting. We Have I got reception on my phone yet? You don't get reception on your phone till you're basically out the front of the school. And when that happens, your phone like starts... Don't get any lot of messages? Yeah, you, you have three missed calls. Who are they from? One of them is a number you don't know. Two of them are from... Um, Agent Rowdy Wilson? No. Um... Oh, actually, sorry, you have four missed calls. Oh, boy. One from Rowdy. One is a number that you don't recognize, and you have two from Lily Rose Carroll, Jude's uh, bereaved. Huh. Bereaved. Widow. Widow, yes. All right, Ken, I got business to attend to, and you got to get back to doing some schoolwork. Just before you head inside, I quickly call the front office. Okay. the school. Uh, The receptionist picks up. Rungong School. Hello, ma'am. Uh, my name is Heracles Melville. I was in earlier today making a complaint uh, on about some truant students that I had witnessed walking along. Uh, well, look, over the, I just want to give an update to those, the vice principal and principal on that. Uh, I've been percolating on these uh, ideas and, and the events that happened, and I think I misspoke. I believe there were only two boys, not three. Oh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll let them know. Thank you. No worries, ma'am. There you go, Ken. All right. <laughs> Ken is out of the car if he wasn't already. Ken, I'm going to give you my phone number. If you hear anything unusual happening, and I mean anything unusual in this town, call me immediately. Okay. Unless it's a fucking possum, in which case I will not pick up. I wind the window up. <laughs> okay. You give him your phone number, obviously, yep, as well. Yeah, I pass the phone number. Um, did any of these numbers leave voicemails? Yes, you have three voicemails. Okay. From the unknown number, Rowdy, and one from... One from each, yes. One from each, great. But Lily Rose tried twice. Yeah. Okay, I uh, listened to them. Uh, I would say Lily Rose is first. She seems nervous at first. She answers with a... Her voicemail is something like a... Like this. Like, um... Uh, 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 hey, um... Yeah, I, I... If you're free in the next hour or two, whenever you get this, um... Uh, uh, I'm home alone right now, and um, uh, I, I want to talk. Huh. Click. Excellent. The unknown number. Welcome. Did you know you may be registered to win? Call back at 0409. Hang up. <laughs> hey, um, Melville, it's Rowdy. Uh, I, I need you to call me back. I... 
Don't want to leave a voicemail about this. Why, this is getting really interesting, Heracles. You are going to, you are stumbling into quite the caper. Um, all right, I drive to back into town. I'm going to swing by the motel. As I'm doing that, I call Lily Rose back mm-hmm. on the way back into town. Does okay. she pick up? She picks up, yeah. H- hello? Uh, Miss Carol. Yes. It is uh, Heracles Melville. I'm returning your call from earlier. I-, I was tied up doing some other things in town today, but I am available now if you'd like me to come around to have a conversation about the things that I was talking with you uh, the other day. I. Are you at the motel now? I am at the motel right now. Well, I'm, I'm heading back to the motel. I'm going to come to you. Okay. Uh, this may seem like an unusual request, Miss Carol. You don't happen to own a blender, do you? Um, yes. Could you bring me that blender? You, see, you hear, like, scrambling as she's presumably going through the cupboard. Uh, okay. Thank you very much uh, for indulging me in that request. I- I'll see you uh, shortly. Okay. If I'm not in the room, I'm in room three. You just tell tell uh, Miss Cartwright that that I, I I let you come on in, okay? Uh, okay. I then hang up on her and I head to pull over to go to Harry's con. Before I go inside, I ring Randy Wilson. All right. Is the time difference fucked? It probably would be because I what f- time I, is it now? I assume it's like it was like sort of lunchish time. I assume it's now like I'm thinking bit it's after about lunch two, 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 three o'clock. Yeah, it's two o'clock ish. Uh, so it would be about midnight his time. Oh, that's not too bad. Randy doesn't fucking sleep. <laughs> you don't know that's true. Are you calling? Yeah. Hey. Uh, Friday. Uh, yes. Are you at a computer? Uh, no. And I've got an email. Can you send it to my uh, phone? I guess. Yeah, all right. You're here. Let's get some fucking Foley in there. Yeah, let's go. The FBI supplies only mechanical keyboards to their agents. I've um I've got the phone on loudspeaker with like a headphone in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm waiting for the email to come in. All right, a, a email, sure enough, comes in. It's, what am I looking at, Rowdy? It's uh, I think uh, four attachments. So the first attachment is a news article from 1882. Hmm. And it is because it's a, I don't know if you've ever read a newspaper from, from before we realized Mm. that typography and like you can lay a newspaper out in a pleasing manner, but it is physically hard to read. If that makes sense. Yep. I get that. The news article is about some archeologists in South America. The archeologists have unearthed like a, or the archeologists have discovered a religious site to the Aztec Empire, or a site that was, had religious significance to the Aztec Empire, and in the article it talks about the. It probably uses a very disparaging word for the locals, but it talks about how the locals were uh, were engaging in ritual sacrifice and how they would collect the body parts of those slain to offer them to their god. Mama. Then it has a picture of like a, a, there's like a photo from the same site. This is from like years and years later, a photo from the same site depicting the Aztecs gifting these body parts to their god. And you can see that their god is depicted as white, like a, 
like not South American. Has but white skin. He is European in appearance. Huh. You are not. Okay. What's the next thing? So that was the first two. The next one is an anecdote from someone called Juan de la Costa, who writes about how he is funding Christopher Columbus's ex- expedition to the New World and how Christopher Columbus was insisting on having the best master of medicine that he could and that everyone knew who Columbus was referring to when he spoke about that. And then the article continues to talk about the legends of a a man who was made of other people and then how that inspired the tales, the false tales of this man inspired Mary Shelley to write Frankenstein. Hmm. Well, that that happens more often than you think. The final one is of uh, a shipment going from the United States to England, and the shipment, the manifest details it as uh, murder evidence and then states in brackets... The Master of Medicine slash Patchwork Man. Master of Medicine slash Patchwork Man. A man made of other people. Oh, Rowdy, this is interesting. How old is the, the manifest? This is from when? So I found all of this by searching for people missing body parts with no evidence of blood. If you look in the Aztec imagery, you see that typically they would... This is I. Uh, this is Rowdy talking. I, I'm not a fucking archaeologist. I don't know this shit. But apparently it is unusual that there is no blood in these depictions. The Aztecs, Aztecs love blood. They didn't shy away from depicting it. No, they were not a bloodless culture. So these culture. ones are noticeably absent with blood. Then also the murder that I couldn't find any actual evidence or no any written documentation. This is all just third-hand sort of stuff. But the murder, murders referred to in that shipping manifest were of mostly locals who had gone missing and then been found missing body parts. These are locals in South America. Sorry? These are locals in in South America being taken across to England. Well, it starts in South America. Then... It makes its way up into North America, and the straw that broke the camel's back were several missing people in uh, Virginia. What did you find in Virginia? Anything? It's all hearsay. There's nothing concrete. I spoke to a couple of historians who actually would not let me quote anything they said. Hmm. That sounds like historians for you, a bunch of piss babies who are trapped and confined by the parameters which they have built themselves. I have great contempt for historians, Rowdy. Uh, I can hear that. Thank you very much. This case has taken an unusual turn. We found, I found another body, Rowdy. Mm-hmm. This one's in a house. The, the local kids have been going in there saying it's like a rite of passage. You're staying out in the house, the ghost of a family that were horrifically murdered. They were all wrong, by the way. Their version of events is fabricated, incorrect. They didn't even look at the number of bedrooms and count them and realize that there was no way there were three children living in this house when there was only one. Anyway, that's irrelevant. It's been a long day. I've been around a lot of idiots. <laughs> um, and this man had died. He had served in Vietnam in 
this thing had apparently attacked his family. I believe, I believe this Mr. Madison and the patchwork man and whatever's happened in Borogong are probably one and the same or a variation of. And this thing took his lungs, opened his chest like, like a Ziploc bag. Several or all of the uh, accounts I seem to be getting. There seems to be a through line. It's not always true, but you can expect some outliers. It seems like, yeah, the this creature takes things in a bloodless manner. There's definitely more to this. This person was famous when Christopher Columbus wanted him. So this man was a whatever this is. If if this is all the same thing and i guess if we are pushing and pursuing the ontological footsteps laid out for us then well naturally the progression is that they're one and the same somehow it has found its way from south america to north america i would with columbus and then has gone from north america to england and has somehow found itself well it seems like so i don't know where it was before spain but uh portugal but before uh, sorry, after Portugal goes with Columbus to the South Americas. It stays in South Americas for a little while as with the Aztecs. It becomes worshipped like a god. The Aztec Empire collapses. It starts traveling north slowly. It looks like this creature likes to sit somewhere and harvest. It goes, it finds somewhere remote and then it just consumes. It builds itself a new body and it sets out again. The shipping manifest sending it to England happened around the same time as convicts being sent to Australia. It got mixed up. It got mixed up. It never made it to England because it fell somehow on a different ship in a different cargo hold, and it ended up here in this town. It's been here for months, for years, for centuries. But I think at some point, right, at some point it was a man, it was just a man, and then it, Came something else. That's very illuminating work, Ryder. Thank you. Thank you very much. If you hear anything else related tangentially, you let me know, okay? And uh, I guess I owe you one. Well, actually, if we're honest and we're counting the ledger, you still owe me about six. How about I just owe you? You owe me five now. It's like 1 a.m. Can I hang up? (laughs) Good night, Ryder. Ryder hangs up.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.